0: Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at Disco headlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Disco signs Science and Accommodations, Training Related Brain Activity Change Causing Improvements, Brain Breaks, A Personal Story, and relationship of reading and math in the brain. This is our podcast for week 38 of 2020. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Kulia Services, to help us through all the links that we posted this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder.
1: Well, thank you. Another week with fantastic
0: links. Absolutely, fantastic links. The first one is very promising. It says, Disco signs and accommodations. What can we learn here?
1: Well, this is really important. Um, they call it the Blog. Equality and then
0: abbreviated. Oh, yeah. It, oh, oh, yeah, it
1: gives a great, yeah, <laughs> funny, yeah funny, funny, uh, funny. contraction uh, overview of signs in um, Discoculia and accommodations that can possibly uh, be implemented in uh, your students' class. So they give a whole list of signs that teachers can actually just keep near their desk and take, take it off and watch it out for. So that's already a fantastic start. It's easy, it's clear. Um, a good point that they make here is that all children struggle with math from time to time. But children with dyscalculia struggle a lot more and almost all uh, continuously. Right. So it may not uh, always be easy uh, to differentiate uh, for um if you only have a few observations, mm-hmm. but if you keep your list um, handy and you see uh, that there is a big difference between kids who struggle now and then and kids who are continually struggling across the board. right? So they then go on to things that you can do in your class. And they recommend a few books that make the point that you need to um, look about what type of homework you give. It should be meaningful. And um, show the essence, the main uh, points, right. the big picture kind not of. Not busy work. Not just busy work, and um, also that we need to use memorization, um, not too too much. Not only memorization, please. Now, all very good points for teachers to uh, keep in mind. And actually, the best thing is that they also talk about various methods. Uh, what we can use. So, um, That's
0: good. Yeah.
1: number lines um, and um, manipulatives and a lot of good clear visuals cool. and then um, they also recommend um, getting a discoculia tutor for extra support if if that is necessary. So Instead intense. of just yes. waiting, just do it straight away. Because yeah. if you nip it in the bud, yeah. it is absolutely the best.
0: That's Very nice article,
1: good awareness, and, and just good practical
0: advice. Super, super. Well, our next link says that training related brain activity change causes improvements. So, this is uh, some research and, and apparently they have figured out that uh, kids can get better. Kids with uh can get better <clears throat> yes, at yes. multiplication and, and, and even their brains change.
1: Absolutely. Well, we, we already know for years and years that uh, the London taxicab drivers, they had to study the roads in London. And they usually took between four and six years because there are many small roads and there is um, difficult uh, ways of driving around. Not all the uh, streets are two directions, so they need to know how to get from point A to point B. There's a lot of studying. They have already done uh, many uh, brain uh, scans of um, taxi drivers before and after. Uh, passing that grueling exam, and they definitely saw that uh, it changes your brain. We also know that people who uh, who are musicians, who study like uh, between 4 and 6 hours a day, um, that their brain is uh, changing, and the same uh, goes with um, kids who have developmental dyscalculia. Now, the new thing in this uh, research is that you can see a change pretty fast, and it's usually a few weeks. I have seen many studies that um, do a six to eight weeks training. But what is new in this study is that even after a two week training, and it's it's interactive, it's intensive. This is not just go over a few worksheets, Uh uh, but this was an intensive, structured uh, brain training. Even after two weeks, there is already a minimal change seen. So this is absolutely uh, interesting to look at. Yeah. Read it yourself. Yeah. Uh, an important uh, something
0: that we can build on to develop you know, new strategies to
1: absolutely. Teach and, and they uh, they actually um, say here that uh, you need to study children's dyscalculia. To find out about their discussion and how uh, the uh, condition and how they react on a specific intervention. That you cannot use uh, data from the general public and say, oh, right. it works for those kids. Right. So just do that with kids with dyscalculia. Only do more of it. That yeah. is not working.
0: Yeah. So, so that's a good That's a good point indeed. So you need to do your research really met, met with the kids that have dyscalculia. Absolutely. Good. All right. Well, let's stick with the brain here. Our next link is about brain breaks. It links to a video. Let's see if we can get some sound out of that. The science behind brain breaks.
1: Breaks during the school day aren't just downtime. The research shows that well-timed breaks can increase student productivity, creativity, and social skills. In fact, a groundbreaking 2012 study using brain scans revealed that the brain isn't actually at rest when we take breaks. Instead, it's in default mode, a state where the brain works on other tasks crucial to learning, like making sense of complex information, consolidating memories, and finding novel connections.
0: See, now, that's something that I think is very valuable. My brain, when I take a brain break and I'm, I'm sitting in my easy chair with my eyes closed, I am not sleeping. My brain is in default mode. Exactly. I think that's what they're trying to do here. Well,
1: well, we can we can make even make. Um, it's obviously there are a lot of differences too, but you can not even make a comparison with sleep. Kids who do not get enough sleep every night um, are impaired in their learning. Uh, right. Do not memorize as many as those children who do get enough sleep. So the brain breaks here. And. Uh, uh, surprisingly, this video is actually from uh, Edutopia. We have uh, mentioned them uh-huh. um, more often. So, uh, but what is surprising is that it has been around for right eight years now. It was also known before that um, children need breaks during study time, um, and there is a Personal difference. Some people need uh, a little bit more breaks, so uh, shorter intervals of but learning isn't it before amazing they.
0: Amazing that when the knowledge is there, when the science is there, that the, that the school system has not implemented this nationwide in every school.
1: Yes, but that is baffling me with a lot of very good <laughs> educational uh, research, and actually, it as as a researcher myself, it yes. it it's a little frustrating. bit frustrating and disheartening. And you're pounding on doors that keep closed. And that is not in the best interest of our students. So um, well, the only solution is keep pounding. And eventually, uh, some schools may pick it up. And they might see to their advantage that their kids are going to do better. And if they see it with their own eyes, if they have more. Uh, better scores or better behavior then they believe it but the jump between reading something on paper and actually implementing it in real life is still um, still lacking right yeah
0: okay well our next uh, our next link is another video it's a personal story this is somebody who has dyslexia dyspraxia dyscopia let's see if we can get some sound out of this
1: through um, really wish there was a dis- understanding situations as well because sometimes my brain didn't really understand what people were saying like, really quickly so it would affect that Um, dyscalculia is the mathematical dyslexia what they call it but that's my hardest one Like I struggle with now, like it's with my dyslexia, I've got things put in place for it, my dyspraxia. But just dyscalculia is always going to be a struggle for me. So I, I struggle.
0: It's definite. She needs your help. Um, dyscalculia from all her, her learning disabilities is the hardest for her right now.
1: Right. But it's also the hardest to get effective help for. And apparently her um, other learning disabilities, like the dyslexia and probably also the dyspraxia got a better remediation and she says now i can't really, uh deal better with that but not yet with the dyscalculia it could have been the same for dyscalculia if she would get uh, effective um, help for that so yeah. it is around but it's it's not as uh, it's not common really. and mm-hmm. and there's not enough knowledge not enough awareness about very they brave yet.
0: to come out and, uh, and talk about your situation. Good awareness and also very encouraging for other uh, girls uh, or boys with uh, with the same uh, issues that they see that they are not alone.
1: Yeah, and it's a it's a very nice, uh, good-looking uh, girl who is uh, down to earth. Speaks about it in a very open way, and I think right, that is the clear. way to. Um, with with clear communication to reach other people and to make sure that they do not feel alone, like you say.
0: Now, I think it brings us to our last link for the week. It says here relationship of reading and math in the brain. And there's another video with lots of videos this uh, this week. Let's see what they say. Hi,
1: I'm Anna Mateko, and for this poster, I will be discussing work that uses an intervention to test the relationships between reading and math skills in children with learning disabilities. So, reading and math are traditionally thought of as distinct academic skills however there's multiple pieces of evidence that suggest the two skills may be related for example learning disabilities in reading and math frequently co-occur reading and arithmetic are frequently found to be correlated with one another in typically developing children and reading and arithmetic share some neural circuitry especially in the left temporal parietal
0: cortex and the inferior frontal cortex Okay, now now she's going to use all kind of very difficult words, so we'll we'll stop that. Um, I I think the, the 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 gist was that they tried to find out that if you would have an intervention for reading, if that would also simultaneously improve your math.
1: That would definitely be fantastic. That would be the silver bullet it that hasn't been yes. hasn't yes. been invented yes. yet. Uh, and the outcome actually showed that. Um, Progress with uh, reading ability does not automatically translate into uh, progress in uh, math performance. And the other outcome suggested reading and math in the brain are are intertwined, but not as intertwined as we thought before. So, and that's also based on the fact that um, dyslexia and dyscalculia may coincide, but it Definitely not always coincides. I really have been tutoring students with dyscalculia who had uh, A pluses in uh, language arts and were really a star, uh, star uh, student in other um, in other subjects. Um, and it also goes the other way around. Right, so, so it doesn't
0: spill over. The it uh,
1: doesn't automatically spill over. But like she said, in the frontal cortex where you have a lot of attention, um, if, if that's that's more um, general neurological uh, thing, if, if there is not enough attention, then you can easily understand that that um, has an effect both on reading and on math.
0: Right Well I think that sums it up I think the, the broad line for this week Is is that uh, These kids need support, support, support and, uh, and
1: early, early, early Early,
0: early, early So the best way my dear listeners You can accomplish that is by going to Dr. Schroeder's website discoculiatutortraining.org, And that's where she has a Full-blown training So you can become a discoculiatutor Tutor and help these kids out Thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder. Hope to see you back next week, and we'll be back. If you have any comments on our podcast, please email us, and we will be happy to list your comments, concerns, and answer your questions. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com, and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest, and on Flipboard. Search for discoculia headlines, or follow the links on our webpage.